You're listening to the Texas Home Buyers Podcast. Learn the do's and don'ts of buying your first home in the Lone Star State. This episode has been brought to you by Kelly Owens with Realm Real Estate Professionals. Looking to buy your next home? Visit the korealtygroup.com to learn how Kelly can help you get the best deal possible. Episode 7, 12 Steps to Buying a Home. We have been over much of the material here in greater depth elsewhere. However, this is a 12-step checklist and program that will make the home buying experience more rewarding and less anxiety-provoking. Buying step number one, figure out what you can afford. Account for expenses. You know by now that the purchase of a home is a complex process. In particular, buyers will often feel troubled by the huge expenses involved. Before setting out to buy a home, Consider its affordability. You need to know if the particular home is in your budget. A home may seem affordable to you at a glance, but there are hidden expenses involved in buying. These expenses may lead you into financial problems. The actual cost of the home will always end up being more than the selling cost indicates because there are added fees as well. You need to make a detailed examination of the housing market to figure out your price range. You will also need to figure out any issues you might have meeting your basic needs. Do research on school districts, impending construction, crime statistics, or anything else that could increase or decrease a home's value. Buying step number two, make sure you can get a loan. Contact a lender. Buying a home requires an amount of money normally not available to a buyer in their pocket or bank account. For this reason, Buyers contact lenders for loans. There are lenders who will provide you with loans outside of your budget. For potential home buyers, it is important to stay disciplined and go for an affordable home purchase. Buying a home is expensive and can also be invested with emotion. It requires careful thinking about your current financial situation. There needs to be emotional control, and you must make decisions solely based on your budget. Do not go out of your budget for a house just because it feels like the perfect home. Overreaching your means will only cause you to experience financial problems in the future. The best approach is pre-approval by a reputable and prudent mortgage lender with whom you have worked to assess affordability of a mortgage with your budget. Buying step number three, create a list of wants and needs. A certain amount of energy is required when deciding your list of wants and needs for the home. Based on your specific budget, you must figure out what is important to you and what you are willing to compromise. Wants and needs play an important role in the buying decision. If your home is outside of your budget, you may need to settle for something cheaper, at least for now. Nobody ever said your first home had to be your last. When estimating all your needs and wants, it can be productive to assign a numerical value, such as 1 to 10, on the items that are important to you while visiting homes. You can then visibly chart which homes have the highest value to you. Buying step number four, look at homes. After making a list of needs and wants, a complete search should be done on all houses available for sale. The houses that come under your budget requirements should be visited and everything within them should be inspected. Home inspection is crucial for the buyer of the potential house. It is the duty of the buyer to inspect everything in the house before buying. This includes the sanitary system of the house, the condition of the garden, the sturdiness of the porch, the quality of electrical wiring and water connections, 
and doors, windows, and cupboard locks, and durability. Buying step number five, pick a location. Among the most important choices people must make when deciding on a home is the location. Before buying a home, visit the home and consider every aspect of it. This includes what the other members of the family think of the house. Every family has different demands for their home. Home is a place you are connected to, not only physically but spiritually and mentally as well. Commute to work is also an important factor to be looked at before purchase. It's a demand of almost every buyer that their home be in a peaceful location. There are places that can meet that need in almost every environment, though, from the urban to the suburban to the true... <laughs> Do this again. From the urban to the suburban to the truly rural. Find the right balance of bustle and tranquility that works with your needs. Every place has its own specifics related to the water supply, sanitation, and market access. These things can increase the market value of the property or decrease it. Look at all surrounding areas to see if this is the place in which you can see yourself and your family. Buying step number six, decide home design. After the price of the home has been discussed, home design is the next major aspect to consider. Every buyer wants their demands met, wants to find themselves in the home of their dreams. Do you prefer a ranch or a Tudor home? One story or two? Family room, man cave, or she shack? In any event, the rooms should have a proper design and up-to-date ventilation system. All these points are necessary to ponder when buying a home. Buying step number seven, contact an agent. Contacting a reputable, qualified professional real estate agent is highly advisable. One would be safe to say it's downright mandatory. The agent will find a house for you according to your needs and desires and show you multiple offerings. It is not easy to go out and search for homes without backup. So let a person who has a deeper knowledge base on the matter and a wealth of relevant ah, come on. Do it again. So let a person who has a deeper knowledge base on the matter and a wealth of relevant experience help you find the right home for you and your family. Good agents will note all details about the houses and if it's out there, they will find a perfect home for you. By contacting an agent, it's possible to find a less expensive house as well. Agents will have details and listings you may not have found on your own. It can be difficult to make a correct and viable decision on a home when you're all on your own. Agents not only have all kinds of different choices and options to present you, they can also show you various quality locations and guide you through the buying process. Many buyers are confused about how buyer's agents get paid. The seller pays the buyer's real estate commission to the listing brokerage. Real estate agents are prohibited from being paid a commission directly by the consumer. All real estate commissions are first paid to the listing agent's broker, and then the listing agent's broker pays the buyer's brokerage. Buyer's agents do not work for free. When you engage a buyer's agent to show you property, you are implying that you will eventually write an offer through that buyer's agent, from which the buyer's agent will share in the commission. Buying step number eight, make an offer. The first step to actually getting a specific home, once you've researched and compared and visited, is to make an offer. This means proposing a price to buy the property. 
In the real estate arena, you will find that there are many legal requirements to fulfill and that spoken promises mean nothing in a court. In this sense, you will find the assistance of experienced real estate agents really useful. There are standard kinds of forms you need to comply with, such as the residential purchase agreement. Choosing to work absent the guidance of a real estate professional will leave you vulnerable to mistakes that can prove costly to correct or even botch the deal entirely. Real estate laws vary from state to state. These laws can also change over time. You must be up to date on the latest home buying information available for both your time and place. Don't assume that because you bought a house in California last year that you know the rules in Florida. The offer made must conform to local regulations. It must generally make a mention of the price, including the terms and conditions governing the purchase. For example, if the seller agrees to pay a given sum of money on your closing costs, make sure that this is included in the proposal with the specific sum in clear and certain terms. Upon drafting and signing the offer, it is forwarded to the seller through your real estate agent or through the seller's agent. In some places, the sales contracts are drafted by lawyers. The purchase offer is not a binding sales contract. It is the buyer's offer on the house based on its current condition and with the items the buyer expects to remain with the property. If the seller doesn't agree with some of your terms, he'll cross off items and initial his changes. Any change the seller makes to your offer voids it and it becomes a counteroffer which you can accept, refuse, or change initialing each of your own changes in turn and creating another counteroffer to send back to the seller. Offers can go back and forth several times during negotiations. The offer does not become a contract until everyone agrees to all changes in writing. There are many important aspects to be included in the purchase offer. These include the physical address and the legal description of the property, price and terms of purchase, whether it is an all-cash transaction or a mortgage purchase, promise by the seller to give clear title to the buyer, target date of closing, earnest deposit associated with the offer and the mode of depositing the same, whether through cash or check, the disposition of the earnest deposit if the deal fails or if either party backs out of the deal, plans for adjusting taxes, rents, fuel, and water bills between the buyer and the seller, information on who will pay for the title insurance, survey, inspections, and other miscellaneous expenses, the kind of deed that will be granted, other legal requirements depending on the state, attorney review of the contract if needed, disclosure regarding any environmental hazards, and the time after which the offer will expire. An important aspect of a purchase offer are the contingencies. For instance, you might make your offer contingent upon a particular event, this means you will go ahead with the offer only after that event is satisfactorily resolved. In general, there are two kinds of contingencies. In general, there are two kinds of contingencies: financing and home inspection. A deal is frequently made contingent upon the home buyer succeeding in getting some specified amount of financing from a lending organization. Also common is a contingency declaring the deal will only go through if the recommendations made after the home inspection are deemed satisfactory. These two contingencies are probably the most common, and both frequently appear together. If either of these two contingencies is not realized, the contract would be void. 
Also, it is important to mention all the inspection conditions in the purchase offer. Buying step number nine, put money in escrow. While purchasing a home, the buyer is expected to put money into escrow. This makes the contract binding and subsequently moves it through closure. Escrow is the period between the time a purchase offer is made on a property and the time when that property's title is transferred to the new owner. The initial deposit amount collected as part of the escrow is also referred to as good faith earnest money. As good faith earnest money, this is the payment that will follow the home purchase process. How much is to be deposited in the escrow will depend on the terms in the purchase offer. An escrow agent is a third party enjoying a neutral state between the buyer and seller. The escrow is assurance to both parties and is involved in the transaction so that the clauses of the offer will be met completely. In the real estate arena, the escrow process is essentially in cases where the ownership title is to be changed. The escrow agent is the manager of the trust account that holds the funds that will cover the value of the transaction. The money collected from the buyer is held in escrow until the seller completes their obligations and transfers the title to the buyer. After this, the payment is remitted to the seller. The earnest money is used to cover some or all of the down payment. Purchase price and closing costs. Buying step number 10, negotiate with the seller. This is the toughest aspect of a home purchase for many buyers. Here you will find the help of the real estate agent highly useful. Plan how to make a winning negotiation. This requires thorough market research and is achieved through successful negotiation strategies. Once you find your prospective house and intend to make an offer, review comparable sales in the area. Compare these comps with the target house. This helps validate the asking price. Once you have researched properties similar to the one you wish to buy, take the average price of all the homes and mention it in the offer. It is important to visit the homes you are using as comps before deciding on a price. If the target home has additional features, you need to consider them in the price quote. It is best to mention the comparable sales in negotiations. It will give the seller an idea that you have done your research on this, strengthening your bargaining position. A purchase offer can evoke three possible responses from the seller. First, the homeowner might accept your offer as it is. Second, he might counter the offer by demanding changes. Third, he might reject the offer altogether with a completely different counterproposal. To deal with the response effectively, you must first know the maximum amount you are prepared to spend on the deal. If you have convinced the seller to come down from the listed price, as guided by the comps, and now the seller comes down on the price through a counteroffer, you will need to figure out how badly you want to go ahead with the deal. If you persist with your offer price when there is high market demand, then you might lose the property to some other buyer. Always remember that home buying negotiation is a professional business transaction, so don't approach it with personal sentiments. If the price that the seller demands is too high relative to the comparable value of the property, then you must know when to walk out of the deal, no matter how painful it may be. Buying step number 11, the closing process begins. Also referred to as settlement or escrow, the closing process is highly automated and computerized. Although almost pro forma, the closing process is meant to bring all the parties involved to the same platform. 
During the review of the property's ownership, there might be errors, unreported claims, or flaws in the review, thus the need for title insurance. During closing, all the prevailing transfer taxes must be paid. You must also settle all other claims, such as closing costs, legal fees, and adjustments. It is the responsibility of the closing agent to do the documentation regarding the loan. When compared to other processes connected to home buying, closing is a brief one. It only involves the completion of the transaction agreed upon. In most closings, the buyer and the seller are present in an office setting. They commit themselves to completing all the papers concerned. The objective of the closing process is to transfer the title of the property to the buyer. While the buyer receives the keys, the seller gets the payment. The closing agents deduct the necessary funds to pay the existing mortgages and other costs connected to the transaction. During the closing process, the deeds, loan documents, and other papers are prepared, duly signed, and submitted to the offices maintaining property records. Before the closing process, the buyer needs to inspect the property personally. You want to verify that nothing has changed about the property following the signing of the agreement. Since the closing agents take care of the documentation for the title companies, lawyers, and lenders, the buyer will have little work. The paperwork will enable the parties connected to the transaction to verify their interests. The end result of the closing process is that the buyers receive the titles to the property, the lenders get their loans documented in the public records, and the state governments get to collect the taxes generated by the transaction. Buying step number 12, it's not yours until you close. When everything looks set and all is going well, nothing could be worse than the deal falling apart at the last moment, but it does happen. This can be due to a variety of reasons, including home inspection, low appraisal, or failure to obtain appropriate financing. It is easy for buyers to ensure the deal goes through, though, if they know these potential pitfalls beforehand. First is the most straightforward kind of issue. If physical damage is noticed during the home inspection, the deal could be called off. If the house isn't sound, isn't safe to live in, it should come as no surprise that its purchase might not go through. It is better to have a pre-approved loan to make sure finance is not a problem. Many applications get rejected during the mortgage approval process. Many applications get rejected during the mortgage approval process as you are finalizing the deal with the seller. It is a good idea to be in contact with all the agents involved to make sure you know the status of your finances. Finalizing the deal with the seller but faltering when getting loans will stall or even sink the deal in almost every case. Low appraisals are another of the major breakers of these deals. If the appraisal is too low, the lender will not give you a loan for the deal. Title insurance and home inspections should also be expected. The lender will have to make sure the seller fully owns the house. Defaulters will not own the house fully. All these cautionary concerns need to be kept in mind by the buyer. If anything goes wrong, but appropriate contingencies are in place, the deal may still be saved. This has been the Texas Home Buyers Podcast, brought to you by Kelly Owens with Realm Real Estate Professionals. Visit the korealtygroup.com for more.